2: on the sooner sports network from learfield img college this is the bud light post game show bud light this football season keep it crisp with bud light sooner football has been brought to you by og e power at the speed of life and by state farm talk to an agent today at 800 state farm Now, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show.
3: Hurts out of the shotgun, straight drop, wants to throw. Look in middle, he's going to take a shot deep, looking for CD, far sidelines. It is caught! Wow! Going to the ground, CD Lamb came up with that football, with a man draped all over him at the South Dakota 24-yard line. Over in Norman, and the Sooners win it tonight, 70 to 14, over the Coyotes of South Dakota. Oklahoma improves to 2-0 on the season, and South Dakota falls to 0-2. And there's a lot to unpack. Our Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert have headed to the Sooner locker room. The postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley, Alex Grinch, and others coming up as we roll along on the postgame show. We start, though, with our own Coach Merv Johnson. What'd you think tonight, Coach?
4: Well, I thought that uh, they adjusted in the first quarter or so and uh, and really put a heck of a ball game out there. To score almost every time you get the ball against a pretty decent team is, is not easy to do. And uh, our kickoff guy... I think got uh, 11 of 12 kicks to where we got the ball out to 25. So we certainly had good help right there. Uh, the quarterbacks had a good night. The running backs had a good night. The linemen did. The defense had an exceptionally good night. I, I wouldn't even know where to start to to get after him too much. I think they moved the ball a little bit toward the end of the game there and got a couple of touchdowns because they didn't want to do anything silly that uh, lost them you know a chance to maybe get a touchdown and we had a lot of young players in there that played really well i I don't really have it now the kicking game was much better Uh, the receivers goodness gracious you can't complain about them uh, running backs, we saw some tonight we hadn't seen before, which was ideal. I, I, I think it's a great night. We just don't want to get too cocky about it. We got a big one coming up next week. Let's go down to the field and Chris Blank. Alright Toby, down on the field with Ronnie Perkins
5: man, how great was that feeling to get that first turnover, that first takeaway, excuse me I mean it was a great
6: feeling, you know uh, created a good atmosphere on the sideline with the whole team, you know, every time we get a turnover everybody got to throw the fist up, so it was definitely fun
5: <laughs> What What did that mean to you when you saw that? You saw the fist up and you realized that what this defense is predicated on, it came to fruition.
6: I mean, uh, it definitely uh, showed a hard, h- lot, lot of hard work that we uh, put in, in practice, you know working on turnover drills, you know,
5: the coach always emphasized turnovers, so it's definitely <laughs> Roddy celebrating with some fans as we walk through, but turnovers are the emphasis, but shutting guys down. So overall, how do you feel about the next step for this defense? Roddy Perkins, feel good about where it is? Yeah, I definitely feel like we took a uh,
6: another step to where we want to be, but we're definitely not where we want to be yet. So a whole lot of work we got to put in this upcoming weekend uh, practice to get better. Congrats, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Zuber's got three
3: turnovers tonight. Fumble recovery by Buki on a fumble forced by Neville Gallimore. They got the pick six by Buki early second half and the interception by Jaden Davis there in the fourth quarter. Stake take a timeout. We'll get the thoughts of our linebackers, Teddy Lehman and Rufus Alexander, next. Sooners win it 70-14. to This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Hurts has the shotgun snap. Play action. Looks in zone. Throws. Jeremiah Hall. Touchdown. The bullfrog into the end zone. Sooner fans, be sure to catch the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherOfTheGame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. It's over in Norman. Sooners win tonight to move to 2-0. They cruise tonight, 70-14 over South Dakota. And we're joined by our uh, All-American linebacker, the Big 12 Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Rufus Alexander, who has always watched the game from the sidelines. What did you think tonight, Rufus?
7: I thought it was an awesome defensive game. I mean, the the first unit played well. Uh,
4: okay. <laughs> uh,
7: the first unit played well. Um, you got turnovers, which they which they've been wanting to get. Uh, they got two of them with the, uh, the first unit. So that's good for them. That's a big plus um, The other thing I mean, I think we have a offensive line We have a left tackle issue that we have to get fixed whenever we play against good opponents They're gonna attack us on that side, but overall first unit defensively They did what they were supposed to do and they made they pitched a shutout. And that's what you wanted from them and, uh South Dakota couldn't do anything that defense is for right now. They're I'm gonna give them another nod and said, "Hey, they've taken the right steps. I want to see once they play against a quality opponent. Once they put four four films against them, and they'll be able to kind of teams can kind of strategically go up against them and stuff after they have four films against them because you kind of pick up tendencies and stuff. And that's what I'm waiting to see how they respond once somebody kind of start picking
8: on their limitations. Teddy, you agree? Yeah, yeah. I like I like what the uh, we don't. We have starters, I guess, but I I think the first unit is really about 15 or 16 guys deep. I think that core group of guys did really good tonight. I think there's a bunch of positives in there. Um, There's still some small things, but my goodness, it's the second game of the year. We can't expect them to be in mid or late season form just yet. I think they're improving. Um, I saw improvement from those guys uh, from first week to this week. You got
7: better play out of the wheel linebacker today, too.
8: I think it was more consistent out of those guys. Um, They really broke down last week in the second half, both Deshaun White and Ryan and Jones did. So I thought they were more consistent tonight. I thought again the pressure up front was was excellent. Couple of really nice blitzes called by Alex Grinch. So, yeah, I mean, a couple of penalties really cost you. I mean, you get a touchdown drive right after you shut shut them down on their own side of the field on a third and one. They shift to bear and just completely stuff a running play, and it looks like you're about to get off the field, but a guy shoves someone's face in the dirt or whatever, and 15-yard penalty, drive continues, and they score a touchdown there. So, those things will, uh, they don't beat you against South Dakota, but. In this conference, as we've seen over the last couple of years, we've been in plenty of one-possession games at the end. That's the difference between winning and losing in playing really good defense and bad defense. So I think those things are going to clean up. Uh, so I, I really got no concerns defensively. And on the offensive side, <laughs> Offensive line really is the the only question mark right now. We're getting excellent quarterback play three deep. We're getting excellent running back play three deep. We're getting excellent wide receiver play 10 deep. I mean, offensive lines really the missing piece right now. And again, I know we get lost in this at times, but this is expected, right? We talked about it pretty much all offseason that we expect it to take a little bit for this offensive line to start to gel.
9: And you're listening to the Bud Light postgame show, Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly.
3: we got about 12.15 to go in Austin, and, oh, Texas has just scored a touchdown.
8: On a fourth and two, they run a little slant, put it in Ellinger's hands, throws a strike. <laughs>
3: That will make it with the extra point 30 to 28 LSU with a long ways to go. This fourth quarter has this second half has been very exciting to watch, this LSU in this Texas game. It was 3-0 for a long time in this game. And now you're right, the offenses have come alive. Dr. Tim Shannon, Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively proud to present the junior captain of the game at midfield for each home game. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. I'm going to go over the stats here as we await the uh, thoughts of Lincoln Riley. Teddy, Rufus, Coach Merv, you hear something of note, please jump in. First downs tonight, OU 28, South Dakota 19. Sooners ran for 310, passed for 423. 423. Another one of those game stats where they run for over 300 and pass for and tonight over 400. 69 plays, 733 yards of offense for Oklahoma. South Dakota, 79 yards on the ground, 269 through the air. The Coyotes 63 plays for 348 yards. Penalties, really, the big story tonight. If you're looking for a negative for Oklahoma, Ted, 12 penalties, 96
8: yards. A lot of holding calls. A lot of holding calls. And I I just, you know, some stuff's going to... Holding, that's going to happen at times. It's the ones that... You know, there's no reason for them to occur. And to me, it's the 15-yard penalty after you get a stop on third and one that has nothing to do with playing the, the game of football and end up costing you seven points. Those are the frustrating ones.
3: Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Freshmex. We'll continue looking at those in a bit. But right now we pause for our postgame interview with Lincoln Riley brought to you by Travis W. Watkins Tax Resolution and Accounting Firm. And we go downstairs to Chris Plank and Gabe Iker.
5: All right, thanks a lot, Toby. We're down here with head coach Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations on the win. When we talked to you at halftime, he said you wanted to improve the penalties. How do you think the team did in the second half in that front?
9: Uh, a little better. Um, you know, it's, there's an aggressiveness that you want to have, and, and we're – Playing with that the majority of the time, which is great. We've just got we got to learn to control it. You know, we do. And we had a couple that were, that were mental errors that then led to us overextended a couple of those holdings, a couple of plays there in the, uh, defensively too. So you got to play good ball too. And so uh, we're playing some good ball, but we need to, you know, we got to shore that up. That's that's uh, I don't know what that ended up being. It was what 12 for 96. It felt like 24 for about 300. So we got to get better. You mentioned that aggressiveness though
10: defense finally reaping some of the benefits of that new style that new mentality three turnovers force a turnover on downs what did you think about what the defense did that tonight
9: yeah to get four turnovers was huge you know that was a, a big point of emphasis so to, to get that was great now, i thought our first defense played pretty well uh you know that quarterbacks thrown for a bunch of yards those receivers are, are proven guys so uh it certainly wasn't easy but uh, did a good job our young guys kind of didn't didn't play great early and then settled in and played a little bit better there at the end so some some guys that still out, some guys have got some opportunities, and you know we're going to have to play with guys. So, you know, you go on a season; it's it's long, and, and games like this, where guys get a chance to get some experience and get coached up on it, are so valuable.
5: I thought what's really cool is seeing the whole team whenever the defense gets a turnover, putting that fist up, and it just kind of shows everyone together, doesn't
9: it? It does. You know, that's that's something we you know decided we were going to do as a team, everybody on our sideline, and I hope uh, I hope that entire Sooner Nation will join in in that too when we get it. That, that'd be how cool would that be for every turnover we get or turnover on downs to see, you know. Eighty-five thousand fists in the air. That's uh, that's where we need to get it. Now, obviously. Jalen hurts another
10: efficient performance, but how important is it to get Tanner Mordecai and Spencer
9: Rattler in there to get them actual game reps? Oh, they need them. They need them. I mean, they're one and two snaps away, and uh, you know that that's uh, that's just part of it. You got to be good there, and so uh, yeah, Jalen was was pretty efficient. Um, you know, they'll continue to be things that we got to grow with, but doing some nice things through the ball, extremely well. Uh, and then uh, I thought Tanner and Spencer both went in there and played well. So uh, good good building day for those two. Final thought, coach. Coach, how about the play of those
5: young receivers, man? The future is exciting if those guys continue to grind, isn't it?
9: Yeah, we got the puppies out of the kennel. Um, <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. They made some big plays. They make some mistakes still, but but they're growing, and, and uh, they're not scared of the moment. So that's what you always hope in any freshman, and they're certainly not. Congrats on the win, Coach. Good luck next week. All right. Thank you, guys.
3: Post-game interview with Lincoln Riley presented by Travis W. Watkins, tax resolution and accounting firm. We solve IRS problems. 70-14 to 14 Sooners win it tonight. More post-game reaction from the Sooners. More post-game stats coming up. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. The back is Henry. They'll hand it to Henry. Over the right side. Met at the line of scrimmage. The ball is out. Bounding around on the turf. Who's got it? Sooners have it. It's a turnover. Candy bars for everybody. Sooners win it tonight, 70-14 over South Dakota. Sooner football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. Toby Rowland, Ted Lehman, Rufus Alexander, Merv Johnson back in the postgame booth with you, awaiting more postgame reaction from the Victoria Sooners, who are 2-0 and get set for their first road game of the season next Saturday night out at UCLA. Continuing to look at the final stats, brought to you by Taco Mayo Freshmex. Freshmex, fresh ingredients built to order. Time of possession tonight. Sooners at 33 minutes, 33 seconds to South Dakota's 26-27. OU's been really good on third downs so far this year. They were 5-for-8 last week, 7-for-10 tonight. And on the other side, they've been very good defensively on third downs. They hold... Rufus. The Coyotes to 1 of 11 on third downs tonight.
7: That's That's, man. That's marked improvement from last year. I mean, you want to talk about a 180 degree turnaround? That's one right there because last year you would see those guys give up a lot of third downs, a lot of third and longs, and even from the first game to this game, they, they've they done an excellent job. They did it against a quality opponent, a quality offense in Houston, and they did it against the team they were supposed to do it to and keeping them uh, and getting off the field on third down. So you got to love that that improvement
3: from that from that side of the ball for sure. Quarterbacks tonight, Jalen Hurts, 14 of 18, 259 yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. Tanner Mordecai goes six of eight, 114 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Spencer Rattler, four for four. 50 yards with one touchdown. I was
7: almost like Jalen Hurts was playing bad on purpose in the first half so he didn't have to get out of the game. (laughs) That's what it felt like. What did you think
3: of the backups tonight?
7: The backups was really good, man. I mean, Tanner Mordecai. I mean, threw some pretty balls out there. I mean, he looked really good. The ball just flies off his hand. He looks at, look really good as a passer. And Spencer Rattler, all the hype that's around him, it's real. The kid can absolutely spin it. He got the ball down the field. He, he's very got a very quick release. He, he's he's going to be fun to watch. He's going to be fun. The future at Oklahoma is really bright. The way he throws the ball and the way he spins it, the kid has a ton of talent. And the battle between he and Mardukai next year is going to is going to be awesome. But you got to love where the future is with them, especially with all the receivers they have to throw to. I mean, Charleston Rambo and all, I mean, just the whole group of guys that he has to throw to next year.
8: Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think the the talent at quarterback, I mean, everywhere offensively is just incredibly deep. They've got just an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver, at tight end, at running back, at quarterback. I mean you can honestly say that pretty much anyone on the depth chart at Oklahoma offensively at the skill position including quarterback could start most anywhere in college football which not very many teams can say that
3: rushing Ramondre Stevenson the leading ball carrier tonight six for 104 and a touchdown including a 75 yarder Kennedy Brooks six for 69 and a touchdown Trey Sermon nine for 56 yards and a touchdown CeeDee Lamb the leading receiver Six catches, 144 yards, and a score. Most, well, all of that came in the first half. Jaden Hazelwood, three catches, 78 yards, his first touchdown. Trajan Bridges, three for 43 and a touchdown charleston rambo had three catches for 30 yards rambo looks so
7: smooth when he runs really he had some good reverses and stuff he's he don't look like he's going very fast on the field but man he is moving and covering ground he did a really good job i like charleston rambo
3: theo weiss two catches 34 yards and a touchdown that was how about that Shoot. touchdown when yeah. he was carrying about 10 I, guys
7: in the that end that is a
3: grown man i don't
7: i him or, him or Hazelwood. which one do you play which well, one do you not shirt? I don't know, man. Even
8: Bridges. I mean, that catch that Bridges had, and he turned up field and hit the Jets on. I mean, all three of those guys are fantastic after the catch. And I know we always group these guys together, but you can't forget about Stogner in that group as yeah. well. You yeah. know, I know he wasn't a five-star. Uh, but man, he's going to be fantastic. He's he's got he's got the potential to kind of change the game in the Big 12 at that position. And
7: what I love about Bridges is he's on kickoff for wide receiver. He got a Run lot of the toughness. the five too. Yeah, he is a tough kid and he's a tough receiver. That shows you his toughness. That guy goes out there, runs the five on kickoff, and makes tackles out there. He had his first tackle last year's uh, last week. So I love Trajan Bridges and how he approaches the game and he wants to contribute to his team. On special
3: teams. A lot of five stars don't go and do that at a lot of places, especially at the wide receiver spot. Stogner had two catches, 15 yards. A.D. Miller had one 40 yard catch. Drake Stoops, one 17 yard catch and a hair flip. Nick Basquin, one 12 yard catch. Jeremiah Hall, an eight yard touchdown catch. And Ramondre Stevenson caught a pass for two yards. 11 different receivers tonight for Oklahoma. We'll pause right there, get the final thoughts of Rufus when we come back. Hear from Kenneth Murray as well. We'll get South Dakota's final stats coming up in a bit as well. 70 to 14 Sooners win it. the is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Fans, When you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. 70 to 40, 70 to 14 uh, Oklahoma for South Dakota. Back
5: downstairs, Chris Blank with Kenneth Murray. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alright, thanks a lot, Toby. We're down here with Kenneth Murray, the Sooner, captain, and uh, what a performance by this defense tonight, Kenneth. Uh, I, I know there's still a ways to go, but how how do you feel about the progress that this defense is making so far?
6: Uh, I felt pretty good. Um, you know, like the way that we played for the most part. Um, you know, obviously um, unhappy that we gave up 14 points, but um, you know, you know, proud of the guys. Proud that we came out here. We came out with a goal of three turnovers, and we achieved that. So. Um, You know, just proud that we came out here and, you know, achieved our goal. You know, another one of our goals is less than three TDs a game, and so we achieved that too. But um, definitely a lot that we can improve on, definitely a lot that we can work on throughout the week. So, um, you know, proud to get the win again, but focus on, um, you know, getting those things corrected. I know you guys really
10: focus on situations throughout the week in practice, uh, specifically third down. You hold them to one of 11
6: on third down. Have to be happy with that. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's, when we get to third down, to be honest, my my, my eyes just light up. because It's like – I just know we just finna to get after them, So, um, you know, it's just, you know, you know, getting them into that situation is really what we're focusing on. And when, you know, when we when we do get them in that situation, then it's time to turn it on and, and cut it loose. And so, um, you know, obviously proud to, to have that happen tonight. Um, but, you know, going into this week, you know, it's a lot of work that still needs to be done and we can't be satisfied.
5: How good do you feel for a guy like Buki after kind of the struggles he had last year to come out and not only get the first turnover but get his first interception and score his first touchdown?
6: Yeah, um, you know, a guy like that, you know, definitely, you know, being through, been, been through what he's been through Um, Definitely good to see him come in and make plays. Um, And, you know, that's just a big interception that we were looking for, Um, you know, starting the second half off right the way that we wanted to start it off. So, um, you know, definitely a big play. Definitely proud, you know, that it happened for him and, um, you know, excited to, you know, get back in there this week and, you know, work for more turnovers and work for more big plays. How did it feel to see some of those young guys that, you know, you were in all the meetings with in the linebacker room get out there and get some reps tonight? Oh uh, yeah, that felt good. Um, you know, seeing guys like uh, Brian Asamoah. As- As- um, you know, you got a couple old heads like Levi Draper and, and Brian Mead. Uh, those guys, those guys came out there and really, you know, they really showed up for us. Um, you know, it's really, you know, it's really good when we, when you have, you know, guys that can play like that. Because you know it makes everybody's job easier because everybody can play, um, so it definitely was good. You know, seeing guys get out there flying around, getting after the ball, um, and just overall, just you know, happy for those guys being able to get in there and take advantage of the opportunity.
5: Can you, uh, in
6: conclusion, tell us what be the fifth means? Uh, well, I mean, it's 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 been four to do it here, um, and when I say do it. I mean, win the buckets award. So um, you know, being the fifth is you know been one of my goals. So um, you know, be the fifth got to win it.
10: Well, keep playing the way you're playing. You got a good chance, son.
3: <laughs> Congrats on the win, k I? I appreciate that. One of the fours in the booth with us to my right, Teddy Lehman, but uh, R- Rufus, who should have won it, in my opinion. Yeah. What do, you, so. what do you think about Kenneth Murray uh, early on before we let you go? Uh, he didn't flash as many times tonight as in the opener, only four tackles, but. Your impression of him early on this year? Um, so far, he's been playing really well.
7: Um, the only thing I
3: would be, if I had to critique him, is he has
7: to get better um, on his force angles whenever he goes to make tackles. Um, I've seen a few game, I've seen Houston game. He missed some good, ta- some missed some tackles. If he takes better angles, he makes those easy. Even in his pass drops, if he takes better angles in his pass drops, he, he ends up deflecting the pass or being there for an interception, or they don't even go that way. And a few run, a few, um, pa- a few. Uh, pass plays out there where he had to go out there and make a tackle. He just his angle was real Too bad. Flat. Too flat and they just come on the inside of him and make a play on him. So those are small little things that are, that, he, that he'll get critiqued on at the next level, but the way he's playing and flashing out there and making tackles and stuff is phenomenal. He's a big, fast athlete that everybody will love to have on their team and he's a student of the game. He approaches the game well. He loves playing football and that's an awesome thing and some guys has played for some for wrong reasons he plays it because he loves the sport and just those things there if he can correct those he will have he'll make a lot more tackles and he'll make a lot bigger hits if he do some of those little things
8: it's always easier to uh, tell me if you agree rufus it's always easier to adjust your angle when you're too downhill and then can flatten out late then it is to be too flat and then try and have to shut down and come back, and come back in
7: and he's so big upper yeah. body that it's just it's kind of almost like a cartoon character where he just kind of want to and then turn, he can't do it. So if he's up and can come back downhill, I learned that from watching you and Lance Mitchell. Lance Mitchell did a really job, really great job of coming up high on somebody and leaning back and making a tackle a lot of times when he was high on. So I watched you guys play and kind of made that adjustment in my game whenever I would kind of approach something on my angles was a little high and then fall back and make a tackle.
8: I like had the same moment here in the booth. Well, I had the same problem as Kenneth Murray – early in my career of overrunning plays in the same same type of fashion and personally i believe it comes from not really being decisive and not really knowing exactly what's, what's happening to you out on the field. He's playing really hard, which is good, right? But if you're playing hard but don't know exactly what play they're attacking you with, that's whenever you can get out of position a little bit. And that's what he's facing. I think that's going to clean up, though. The more this season goes on, the more he starts to trust his defense and trust the guys around him. I think he's going to clean that up.
3: Good stuff, Rue. Thanks for stopping by. Thank appreciate you, guys. It. I love it. Thirty-seven twenty-eight LSU under Six minutes to go in Austin. We'll take a break. We've got Shane Beamer coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Ball's on the right hash, four wide receivers, back to pass Simmons. Three man rush. Underneath, intercepted! Bookie! He's gonna take it to the house! Touchdown! Pick six. 70 to 14. Oklahoma wins it tonight here on Owen Field. That interception. For a touchdown by Brendan Radley, hiles was our OG&E power play of the game tonight. OG&E is power at the speed of life. Let's go
5: back downstairs. Chris Plank is with Shane Beamer in the locker room. (laughs) All right, thanks a lot, Toby. We're here with Shane Beamer. Now, Coach, obviously we want to talk about tonight, but most importantly, how's the cut? How are you healing after Are we seeing a headbutt last week with Jeremiah Hall or no? I guess it was a headbutt.
1: Yeah, we uh, we embraced and it was pretty aggressive and and uh, feeling well. Uh, obviously, anytime he scores a touchdown, I'm passionate about getting out there and celebrating with those guys, and that's what uh, we did last week. I was a little bit smarter about it tonight, and uh, but feels great. Our training staff did awesome last week, so uh, that's behind us now. <laughs> How? How important is it that you guys
10: continue to use that H-back tight end role as a weapon in this offense? Seems like that role's really growing. And, Jeremiah, another touchdown tonight. It seems like it's something you guys can use really to your advantage.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you guys obviously watch us every week. Last year it was, you know, Carson Meyer was in there basically by himself and it was a lot of three receiver sets. And then as the year went on, we started playing a little bit with two tight ends, with Jeremiah and Carson both. Now we're playing a ton of time, ton of sets uh, with Jeremiah. And Braden Willis both on the field. So I think it gives, or I know it gives defenses a lot to prepare for. They just don't know that we're going to be in 11 personnel with one running back and one tight end, and three receivers. They've got multiple personnel groupings to worry about, and, and not just that, but different formations out of it as well. So, you know, like Coach Riley tells those guys, if they want to continue to do that, they better block in the run game. And it uh, looks like for the most part, they did that well tonight.
5: You know, we've talked a lot about the pups getting an opportunity tonight, I think. What did, what did Coach Riley say? The let, let the puppies out of the kennel? You got Austin Stogner out there. How would you feel about the way he performed? He made some great catches,
1: competitive catches, too. He made a great catch over there uh, on the hash mark towards their sideline. there late in the game. On, I think it was third down. Made a great catch. But, no, Coach Riley did say that right when, uh, I guess it was Theo, was running that long <laughs> run in. That's what he said. He said, we let the puppies out of the kennel tonight. And it was good to see those guys. We're going to need them, not just on offense, but they're doing a great job on special teams and, and all those guys, being able to get Mondre and Marcus Major in there to run the football and those young receivers. there. it was great to see a lot of those uh, young guys play. And then those young DB as well as a football guy an unquestioned football guy now you, describe how it makes you
10: feel when you guys get down on the goal line you get in two tight ends and a fullback and you're just playing the old
1: school football no uh, it's awesome and coming from you a real football guy that is that's one of the best compliments i've ever gotten so thank you for that by the way no uh you know we were actually going back and forth uh about what formation to get in down there and finally coach Riley just said forget it let's get in our big set and let's just pound this thing in there so that's great when you're able to go in there and you got a true freshman at tight end and and uh fullback in there as well and we need to be able to do that i mean that's the mentality and the physicality that we play with at oklahoma and as we're able to do that more and more in the run game it opens up more and more stuff in the passing game for us as well
5: Let's go on this. Overall, how would you feel about the special teams and the return game? And the, I guess there really wasn't much of that tonight, was there? No, you know, uh, um,
1: uh, they had some kickoffs. He was kicking the ball well in the end zone, was hoping we'd get a shot. Not many shots, but at least one on kickoff return to, uh, to do something. And then in the punt return game, C.D. had a great return. He did a heck of a job getting that punt return started. And I guess that's two straight weeks. He's had a, over a 20-yard return. So keep chipping away, you know, and, and uh, we're getting Coach Grinch and the defense are doing a great job. So we're going to get more and more opportunities in the return game to make things happen.
3: Congrats on the win, Coach. Yep, thank you, guys. That's Shane Beamer. And uh, before we say goodbye to uh, uh, Coach Merv, you know, back in the uh, day, Coach, it was running back on top of running back on top of running back that they had here at Oklahoma. They, You know, when they were running the wishbone, there were guys that couldn't get on the field that would have started anywhere in the country. Um, but have you ever seen a, a deeper collection of skill, position, talent on offense than – this team has this year. You've seen a lot of offensive football in your day.
4: No, never. Uh, the number of receivers is more than I've ever seen or been with on a team. We got guys that are heck of, uh, really outstanding players that that don't get to play very much. We got you know, and uh, it looks like tonight, especially our running backs are the same way. There a couple got out there tonight. And it hadn't really done much, and boy, they look good. And uh, and I tell you. Uh, equally uh, good, I think, is what we have in the offensive line, too. And then you look at those three quarterbacks. We just, just got to keep going one at a time, fighting for our life. We can't start looking ahead too far. Yeah. But I think we've got a, we got a real chance to have a football team.
3: All right. We'll see you out in Los Angeles next week, Coach. I'll sure be there. All right. Look forward to it. Thank you. We'll take a break. we got more postgame reaction from the Sooners coming up. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. It's like you're telling your taste buds how much you love them at Whataburger. That was uh, Trey Sermon one of the running backs that looked good tonight. Let's go downstairs. I think Chris Plank is with another
5: couple of offensive stars. All right, thanks a lot, Toby. Down here with CeeDee Lamb and Ramondre Stevenson. CeeDee, I'll start with you, man, for you to get an opportunity to just really show out here today. I know that it wasn't a, the amount of receptions that you necessarily usually get in game one, but how big was that for you here today?
11: Uh, it was very, it's very good on my end. I'd say to say, um, get my feet back wet, if you will, and uh, just it's, it's just great to go out there and play my game and um, have the ability to celebrate with my brothers.
5: And Ramondre, you had an opportunity to break out, but what a breakout! Seventy-five yard touchdown run. No doubt you were getting to the end zone at the end of that one, right? <laughs> yeah, because in his running back room, if I wouldn't have made, I wouldn't have heard the end of it. <laughs>
10: <laughs> now, Ramondre, you were my pick to be the leading rusher tonight before the game I just wanted to let you know that. Okay, okay.
5: Appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. Well, and that's confidence. Now take take me through the confidence in the competition breaking down the fourth wall here. We actually do all these interviews in the running back room. This is a competitive room, but you guys are you guys are in this together, right?
6: Yeah, of course. We are uh sharp, iron sharpens iron in this room.
5: That's how we look at it. So, uh We're all we're all gonna get a piece. You feel me? Yeah. No, absolutely. And for you, CD, you had an opportunity to see those younger guys go out, and I don't know if anyone celebrated more when Theo Wees got in the end zone than you. How important is it for you to see these younger guys ball out like that?
11: Man, it's great because all the hard work these guys put in coming in early in the spring, man, and for them to just come out here and uh, show showcase their ability and their talent of what they can do, um, it's, it's an unbelievable feeling. Especially when I feel like I'm 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 the older guy in the room and I'm the mentor. It's safe to say, I kind of did a good job.
10: <laughs> you mentioned the competition in the running back room. Uh, how does that motivate you when you get those chances out there in the game? Seems like that would be a nice motivating thing to, hey, make some plays.
6: Yeah, you got to make plays in here because if you don't, uh, we got four other backs that's going to really get in there and, and do what they do. <laughs> so you got to make the most out of everything. Uh And
5: just when you get your
6: shot, you got to take it to the crib.
5: Trey Sermon just walked in. So, Trey, what do you think overall about that 75-yard touchdown run by Ramondre? There was no doubt that he was going to get in there, right? No doubt at all. I was excited. I was happy for him. Now, what would have happened if he hadn't got in there in this running back room? Would have been a little challenging? You we know? would have been on him. We would have been getting on him, no doubt. no doubt. CD, we'll wrap it up with this for you guys and let you get out of here. But can you kind of take us through the growth of this team and the development and how you feel about where you guys are through a couple games? I feel like we we taking steps in the
11: right direction, but uh, we obviously still got a lot of small things to work on. And uh, Coach Riley and Coach and Jalen going to do a great job of instilling that in us. And um, we we look to be better every week.
5: That's the one,
3: guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Teddy, I like Ramondre Stevenson.
8: Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a great running back. The question is, uh, is he going to be able to get on the field? You know, I mean, I know. Th- th- un- unfortunately, uh, we've got some really good guys in front of him. Kennedy Brooks, Trey Sermon. Uh, I know Pledger has, has recently been taken out of the lineup, but um, it's going to be fi- uh, tough to find those catches. You know, it, here's what's good for him that they went back to him. We've seen Lincoln, whenever a running back puts it on the ground, not ever really go back to him again. So the fact that they're handing him the football uh, is pretty telling. Shop officially
3: licensed product on game day at SoonerGamedayShop.com. Delivery available in 30 minutes to designated Sooner shop locations, suites, loge boxes, and club levels. Home delivery also available all through the Sooner Sports To Go app. Boy, LSU just scored a touchdown on a third and 17 that might have put the game away.
8: Good blitz pickup. Burroughs steps up, got one on one on the back end, throws it in a great spot. It's
3: now 43 31, LSU. This game was 3 0 forever, and it has become an offensive shootout, and it looks like LSU's going to win it.
8: They're going to go for two here, turn it into a two score game late. Let's take a break. We got Alex Grinch coming up.
3: This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the
4: Sooner
2: Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. And by Taco Mayo, fresh ingredients built to order. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to asksooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football.
3: Mordecai out of the shotgun. Play action. Straight drop. Throws end zone. Caught. Hazelwood short of the end zone. Reaching. Touchdown. Jaden Hazelwood reached from the two across the goal line. And now he's got him one. Sooners win it tonight, seventy to fourteen over South Dakota. Toby Rowland, Teddy Lehman back with you. Chris Plank will join us here in a bit. I need a MidFirst bank player of the game from you after this interview. So be thinking about it. Okay. We go downstairs. Plank is with Alex Grinch.
5: Right, thanks a lot, Toby. We're down here with not only Alex Krish but uh, Buki has joined us as well too. So before we talk uh, a little bit about turnovers, Coach, uh, that energy level—I mean, you—you you demanded that it stayed up all night long. Overall, what do you think of the performance here tonight? I
12: thought it was good. I mean, I think uh, you know you kind of evaluate in two different ways. I think you evaluate kind of midway through the third quarter in terms of you know the the um, and, and don't quote me in terms of the exact uh, you know time on the clock, but in terms of the, the 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 first group and the rotational players in terms of how they performed. So we'll evaluate that. On Film and and uh, you know certainly the, the, when you see zero on the scoreboard you're excited and give those guys a lot of credit and then past that you you evaluated based on getting a lot of young guys in the game a lot of guys you know we played 26 guys a week ago um, that number is you know probably closer to 40 you know as you as you uh, you end the evening and so, so a lot of guys got their first action as college football players which which is which is good and 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 um, now where the, were the performances all exactly what what they would have liked or we would like you know probably not but that that's all of they will film and we'll all be better for it.
10: Now, Coach, so, I mean, you've been preaching it for forever, turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. How good did it feel to have those three takeaways and that turnover on downs?
12: Well, you know, it did. And I, I, I think uh, – and, and, and didn't mince words a week, a, a week ago in terms of our, our frustration, disappointment, in terms of not getting any. It's not okay. You know, the minute you're okay with that, uh, then, then it becomes uh, – uh, you know, it's something that's acceptable behavior. It's defensive. So just just thrilled to get it. Obviously, Buki landed on the one uh, you know, early in the game I think uh, Nev got it out, and if, I, if I'm accurate on that, um, and so that that kind of uh, you know is, is you know the starting point for us. And obviously it's a week late, but uh, you know the, the the big thing is you know you can't uh, hit hit, uh, hit redo. We didn't get in the first week, so what, what we have to do, we got to make up for it, is it along the way. And uh, certainly it was nice to score on defense as well, uh, and uh, you know excited to uh, uh, Jane Davis for the first interception as a as a, uh, uh, as a Sooner too. So there, a lot of positive plays.
10: Now, Coach, I know you're big on getting off the field on third down. You hold South Dakota to one of 11 on third down conversions. You have to be really pleased with that.
12: Well, it's an opportunity to to you know very similar to to a takeaway. The only difference between a third down stop and a takeaway is field position. You know, so we're handing the ball back to, to our offense, so it controls possessions, and so it's an opportunity for uh, uh, for us to, to make a play. And and uh, uh, you know one of the most high powered offenses in the United States, all of a sudden gets the football, and so we got we got to make sure that uh, um, you know we take take advantage of those opportunities. And certainly we did tonight,
5: coach. We're going to talk to Buki and let you get out of here. But real quick, one final thought: How do you feel about the implementation? Where this defense is through two weeks of gameplay, now heading into Los Angeles next week for UCLA, do you feel good about where this is?
12: Well, I, I do, and, and it's, it's really as you get into the season, it's a one-week evaluation. You know, you don't get credit for what you did the week before. You you also don't, uh, you know, get get the blame for the week before. It's 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 a new season every week, and you got to treat it as such. But uh, you know, I commend these guys in terms of the want to. I commend the guys in terms of the work ethic on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. That's ultimately when you win football games, and so I commend them on that. And uh, uh, I, th- I think our best game is still somewhere out there in front of us and we, we got to find a way to uh, play our best uh, this, this next weekend in L.A.
5: Congrats, Coach, and we really appreciate your patience, too. Thanks so much. All right, That's uh, Alex Grinch. Let's uh, slide over and talk to Brendan Radley-Hiles. Man, congratulations. Can you take us through, first of all, the fumble, as Coach mentioned, Nev got it out. You fell on it, but kind of like hot potato down there for a bit, wasn't
13: it? Yes, sir. Um, really, it was just a play that uh, Coach Grinch is always telling us to just get to the ball. Um, I started off on the other side of the field, just got to the ball, do what my coaches tell me to do and luckily I was right there to make a play for my team. And the the pick six, you had you almost had one of those last year against TCU, right? Yes. I had to make up for it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make up for it, but it was just the opportunity for my team, man. Coach Grinch put me in a great position in order to do that. Uh the D line forced the screen, got made sure that it was just flowing my way. So I just I thank my teammates and my coaches for putting me in that position.
10: And when when I watch you guys play now, more energy, more aggressiveness mm-hmm. and it seems like your confidence is building yes, compared to what I saw last year. Is it just more fun going out there and flying around the football field?
13: Actually, yeah, it's just it's just simple. Coaches the coaches do- three jobs total, you know, and that's in in our, at this level of football, that's not really a lot of jobs. So being able to go from point A to point B to point C very quickly, you know, you do it, you rep it since, you know, since Coach Grinch got here in January. So, well, that's all we got to do is just play downhill. I mean, you know, it's, it's simple, it's fast, and you can play downhill, like I keep saying. Can, can you kind of take us
5: through uh, what it means whenever you see all the fists up and how that's kind of bringing everyone together over the sidelines when you guys force a turnover?
13: Yeah, Coach Link actually enforced it a lot in our team meetings, but it it's like a great feeling just to know that you have the ball in the hands. You know, I got to experience that twice tonight, and I'm just thankful for my team. Like, that was a great experience. Hey, I'm going to leave you on this. Uh, how do you feel, just kind of like what we were asking, Coach
5: Grinch, how do you feel about where this defense is now and the continued growth of it?
13: Uh, we have a lot of things to, uh, to grow on. I can I can honestly say that. I genuinely say that. But uh, uh, tonight was a great opportunity for my, for my young guys to play. You know, I'm, I'm proud of my brothers. You know, but the, uh, the first the first team reps uh, we t- we we played to, to to a standard, and we and we're going to keep growing in that area. So I'm just proud of my brothers. Hey, proud of you, man. Congratulations. I appreciate you. Thank you.
3: First defensive touchdown of the season. First pick six in two years, two seasons. Goes to Brennan Radley Hiles tonight. Good to see him have some, uh, not just, you know, positive play after the year he had a year ago, first two turnovers of the season. He's playing inspired baller right now.
8: I love it. And I'm glad we went to him for an interview. Guess who my player, of the football game is T-Row. Who's that? Buki. <laughs> I mean, right? A couple of turnovers. I got no problem with that First at all. one of the season yeah. scores a touchdown on a pick six. I think you got to give it up. Um, first pick six in a while for this defense. Uh, I think the confidence is there. I think the guys in the secondary are feeling it a little bit. Nice strike by Ellinger. Uh, touchdown, Texas. Got a chance with an onside kick. Um, I, I just I think that they – it's working the way it's supposed to. Whenever the quarterback has time in the pocket, the secondary is going to struggle. It's going to be – life is going to be incredibly difficult on those guys when the d-line is getting there quickly you can be more aggressive right in turn when you're more aggressive on the back end the quarterback those windows aren't there the quarterback's got to pump it and when he pumps it, the D-line can now get home. So the whole thing works together, and you're starting to see that out there on the field. It's exciting, and I think it's going to continue to build.
3: Bookie our MidFirst Bank player of the game, MidFirst Bank, premier partner of OU Athletics, and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit card. Go to midfirst.com Sooners for details. MidFirst Bank, true to your money. Still more postgame reaction ahead. Sooners win at 70-14 to over South Dakota. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Freshman all over the place. Handoff, Ramondre Stevenson around the corner. Gets a block. 35-30. Wakes away. Watch out. 50. Down the sidelines. It's a race. 35-30. 25-20. Does he have enough gas? Dives. Touchdown. Ramondre Stevenson, 75 yards.
5: Toby will rejoin us in the Bud Light Post Game Show coming up in just a bit. Oklahoma wins over South Dakota tonight. Seventy to 14. He is Teddy Lehman. I'm Chris Plank. Uh, Gabe Eichard, great job down in the, we're in the running backs room. Have you been down there? Have, have you got a chance to do the post game in the running backs room with us before? Sure. Okay. I want to yeah. make sure. We found out a way to turn on the TV. It was a very wow, celebratory moment. Cool. So everyone was huddled in our room watching the end of the Texas LSU game, which has just gone final. So here is your Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country Toby will take one more look at the scoreboard but LSU survives behind Joe Burrow 45-38 to the Tigers the 6th ranked team in the country knock off Texas I know that we were focused on our game tonight but uh I'm sure you had a one eye on this for quite a bit this evening. I did,
8: and I thought Burrow for Louisiana State was fantastic. He made some outstanding throws, especially in crunch time. Their last touchdown, Texas brings an all-out zero blitz, which means no safety free in the middle of the field. They're blitzing everyone man-to-man across the board. He has a running back step up and take on one of the blitzers. He holds in the pocket, buys a little bit more time with some movement, stepping up and delivers a strike. And the guy turns it upfield and goes to the house for a touchdown. And that ended up being the difference. He was, he was really good.
5: You know, th- this game meant a lot to Ed Orgeron, too. And they're, they're showing him right now on ESPN celebrating on the field because the feeling was that LSU really wanted Tom Herman. And that was the first guy they were trying to go after and that they quote unquote settled for Ed Orgeron. But uh, quite a statement made tonight by Ed Orgeron and LSU with a couple of other Big 12 scores to get to. Everything pretty much went to form. Matt Wells improves to 2-0 at Texas Tech as they smoke UTEP 38-3. Baylor 63-14 over UTSA. Tough one for West Virginia in Columbia as Kelly Bryant gets his first win as a starting quarterback. Missouri wins it Uh, 38-7. I know we talked about this a little bit. Chris Kleiman. Chris Kleiman and Kansas State looking good. After winning last week over Nichols, they shut out Bowling Green today, 52-0. They've got about five running backs they've been using. And Oklahoma State beats McNeese, 56-14. One other score, Coastal Carolina hmm. beats Ouch. Kansas,
8: 12-7. KU, eight-point favorite in that football game.
5: And uh, a couple of games going on as we speak. Stanford, is leading USC as they approach halftime, 17 to 10, and in one of the more disappointing, I guess, scores of the evening for uh, SEC fans, Tennessee has lost again as they fall to 0 and 2 on the season. Tennessee falls in double overtime to BYU by a final score of 29 to 26. That's your Janet King, clean sweep of scores from around the country. Janet King, the king of clean. Listen, I, I know Toby's going to go back through the scores. We've got uh, we've got one more. A couple more interviews from down in the locker. Room. We're going to hear from Trey Sermon and Neville Gallimore. Uh, I will say, uh, the guys with SSP Sooner Sports Properties did an incredible job. We got everyone we wanted to talk to in our uh, in our interview room. The problem was, by the time we got done with everyone, uh, the other Sooners had scurried from the red room, so we didn't we didn't get a chance to go in depth. But I thought we got good stuff. And Teddy, I'm I can't say enough good things about the communication on the sideline between this defensive staff and the players they are really they're they're pounding home their message it's not just our unit and your unit it's everybody together as a team and it's been impressive so far to see what these guys have put together
8: nope i agree 100 percent. i think they're getting better week by week and it's fun to watch it really is this this group is fun to watch they are aggressive the defensive line rolls through about nine guys deep that give you a really good chance up front. Uh, the linebackers are athletic and, and fast and will strike you on the tackles. And the secondary, I think, is improving week by week. Are they where they want to be? Not nah. yet. But they're making those those gains. Remember, this coaching staff has not been on campus very long. We're only two games into Alex Grinch's tenure. They're not where they want to be, but they're headed in the right direction.
5: I gotta say, man, I am uh I'm a big mark for Kenneth Murray. And and it gets me fired up when I see the be the fifth. And he has a he had a black eye tape that he wore and in silver it said be the fifth. And I know that I know that you like Kenneth and you've been excited for what he's done so far or what you anticipate him doing this year. He's just gonna get better, isn't
8: he? He is. He's gonna continue to improve. He's got a ton of ability and I think maybe his best asset is that he wants to be great, right? And he's willing to put in the work to do it. He is a sponge. Uh, As soon as Brian Odom came in and started working together, he's just been relentless in his pursuit of of trying to take any bit of coaching he can. And it's been a game changer for him. And you can tell. I mean, early on, we're two games in. And he looks fantastic, and he's only going to get better. And you can't be – I know everyone's probably said, well, gosh, how many tackles did he make tonight? there's there's plenty of games where you can look back and see that guys played fantastic yeah. but didn't have production. Sometimes the production's just not there. If you do your job, play your role, sometimes it doesn't come into your gap. Sometimes they don't throw to the guy you're covering, and you, you end up making it through the night, even though you grade out really high, not having a whole lot of production. So that's not a worry for me. Uh, I, I think he's right where he wants to be.
5: Gabe's favorite joke whenever Kenneth Murray and – Trey Sermon came into the post-game interview room was, you guys even play tonight? Because of, <laughs> because of how quickly the Sooners were able to bring in some of their younger players in their depth. All right, we'll take our next to last post-game timeout as we head down the home stretch of the Bud Light post-game show. Final score, Oklahoma improves to 2-0. They beat South Dakota 70-14. to This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College.
2: On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by All-State. College football is mayhem. Be better protected with All-State. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa Credit and Debit Card. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show.
3: Third down and six. And they're going to throw Mordecai across the middle, caught Theo Weiss at the 20, breaks free, to the 15, to the 10, still running, to the 5, wow. to the 2, touchdown! Wow! Theo Weiss! A man-sized run after the catch. First catch in a suitor uniform. And it is a memorable one. Pizza Hut deliveries of the game tonight. One to Chris Plank, who actually delivered Pizza Hut to us after the game. And two, that one right there. That touchdown run after catch by Theo Weiss. Tanner Mordecai to Theo Weiss. That was today's Pizza Hut delivery of the game. When OU wins, you win free pizza. Go to Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. We got one more piece of audio to play for you here. Let's go back downstairs. This was just a few moments ago. Chris
5: Plank with Neville Gallimore and Trey Sermon. All right, Toby. Our final interview here in the running backs room features one of the standout running backs, Trey Sermon, and <laughs> Neville Gallimore, who was is, uh, is really also a running back if need be. <laughs> uh, Nev, let's start with you first and foremost. We've been talking a lot about the defense, but overall to get that first turn- turnover and causing it with a strip, how'd that feel?
14: I felt good, but you know, it's just a product of the work that we've been putting in. So, you know, I That that's expected, just given the what Coach Greens you know demands of us. So really, I'm just doing my job. And for you, Trey, just
5: when you see that happen, and I've talked about this a lot, people people might be tired of hearing it, but the fists up on the
15: sideline, it's just showing support and unity, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, it definitely is, and uh, that's the theme of the game. Uh, Just keeping that, keeping the hype up, uh, just being um, just hype for your teammates. It, It keeps the energy up and keep it going. Now a pretty pretty easy
10: night for you and Kennedy um you you got off early how how fun was it to watch Ramondre Stevenson get out there get some carries get his feet wet
15: yeah, it was fun i mean I, i'm excited for uh those guys him and um Madre and Marcus both of them i mean cuz they they put in a lot of work this offseason and uh just seeing them grow and grow as a player and uh just seeing them out there just getting to, like just get a feel for it, it it's it's exciting cuz i mean i remember my first time my first game here and i mean i'm just happy for them And then, Nev,
5: you got to see a lot of those young guys get out there. And Dylan finally gets an opportunity to get on the field. How is that for you to see some of the younger guys and maybe get a few plays off late?
14: Um, It's great, you know, like just to see how hungry those guys were. And just, again – Just like Trey said, I remember what it was like getting my feet wet as a freshman and you're playing at home, you know, you got fans supporting you and it isn't something about getting your name called after making the play, you know, it just makes you want to make a few more. So it was good to see those guys get their feet wet, you know, and hopefully, you know, they, they see where they could be even better. But I'm happy to see those guys. It was really good to see Dylan back out there. Definitely, you know, strong, aggressive guy, guy that we, we need and I know that's going to make a lot of plays for us but it's always great to see the, the young guys get their chance.
5: Now, we know you got to run to the red room so I'll ask you one more. How do you feel about where this defense has progressed? I know again not not the, you weren't playing Texas tonight, this wasn't a power opponent but you have to go out and take care of your business. How rewarding was that?
14: Um, it, it's, it's a great feeling and the funny thing is I feel like even as a defense we're not even uh, scratching the surface. We got so much, so much talent across the board and, and what Coach Grinch is doing uh, with us You know, he's given us an opportunity to to make the plays we want and then some. So I'm just looking forward to the opportunity for us to continue to grow grow the team and build that unity and see how far we can really take this. Okay, congrats, man! Appreciate
5: that. All right, Trey, two more, and we'll let you get out of here, man. Uh, <laughs> Can you kind of take us through for you personally? Um, what's been the biggest change for you this year? Has there been an adjustment? Has there been anything? Because I just I see a guy that's really developed into a complete running back. Can you take us through what that's meant for you? Uh,
15: it just means a lot for me. I mean, uh, throughout this whole offseason, I've just been trying to work on my game and just to be able to become a bigger weapon for for my team. I mean, uh, I, I worked on a lot of a uh, speed work, um, agility. Elusiveness, uh, just maintaining my body weight, and uh, just trying to fix all the little things because I know it'll pay off.
10: You mentioned the body weight. You look trimmer. You look leaner. Uh, what do you attribute that to? Who's helped you in that process? Because to me, you look like a more dynamic player this year.
15: Is yes, that? Uh, definitely the strength staff. I mean, uh, Coach Wiley, uh, he he put together a great plan for me, and uh, Coach uh, Coach T, the nutritionist, uh, she kind of helps me set out a a plan throughout this whole off season of how I should eat, when I should eat, and I mean, uh, I just stuck to it, and uh, I was very disciplined with it, and I mean, uh, it, it's been working out well for me. Trey, let you go on
5: this. What's it been like being a lead blocker on a couple plays for Jalen Hurts out there with some of the different
15: designs? That's uh, has it been fun for you? Yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, uh, I, I just love going to attack guys. And, I mean, just me being in a position to help my teammates succeed, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I love it.
5: Well, oh, man, congrats on the win. You look great. Uh, good luck the rest of the year. Thank you. The
3: Minister, nine carries, 56 yards, and a touchdown tonight. All right, we'll take a final postgame timeout, put a wrap on this one, and look forward to UCLA next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Spencer Rattler will take a knee now as he moves under the center. Ian McIver hits a knee, and that should do it. Clock still says 25 seconds, but Lincoln Riley has started his walk. Towards South Dakota head coach Bob Nielsen, dapperly attired in his necktie tonight. Nielsen didn't seem to want to make too much conversation. He's on his way. Clock says 5-4-3. Sooners game over final score on a Saturday night in Norman. It's Oklahoma 70 and South Dakota 14. Welcome back for the final time to Owen field. There you heard how it ended. Lincoln Riley improves to one and zero as a 36 year old with a win tonight. Sooners turnover margin now for the year at plus one, Teddy, they were plus three tonight, two picks, one fumble recovery. Uh and next week they go in pursuit of a twenty-second straight road win as they head to UCLA. We'll talk about that in a second. One hundred twenty-fifth consecutive sellout tonight here at Owen Field. See a couple of other stats, two sacks tonight for the Sooners. That gives them five now on the year. We haven't talked a lot about Jalen Hurts, really. Three hundred six total yards tonight, three touchdown passes. Fine, fine performance.
8: Yeah, Through for Good about, what, 75 or so completion percentage. He had a higher passer rating tonight than last week. Yeah, it was a clean football game. I think for the most part, you know, the thing that we've been wondering about Jalen is, will he trust the offensive line? Will he sit in there for that extra count and deliver it downfield? We saw that a couple of times, and then a couple of times we saw him go ahead and and take off with the football so I think he's getting better at that still work in progress but um, I think he's well beyond uh, being on schedule like they wanted so good stuff from Jalen Hurts. UCLA's
3: 0-2 lost at Cincinnati in the opener lost at home to San Diego State today Uh, doesn't look like that Chip Kelly's got a very good football team this year but it's the first road trip
8: of the year for the Sooners so looking forward to next week. I am. Um, It's going to be a fun trip out west. It's really shocking to me that UCLA was not in good shape whenever Chip Kelly took over, but there was some buzz and excitement whenever they did make that hire, and it feels like they've gone backwards pretty solidly since he's been there, which I, I did not expect. I thought they were going to get a boost in recruiting, and we would see at least some form of that fast, efficient offense that he always ran before, which, you know, was uh, really the the real key to his offenses was always the running game. And Mm -hmm. UCLA just can't get anything going.
3: This week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events brought to you by Red Carpet Charters. That game will be at 7 p.m. Central Time next Saturday night in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. Our pregame coverage will start at 5 o'clock. We'll be back in the building where we uh, experienced that epic game just a couple of seasons ago against Georgia
8: may have a slightly different feel this might time not around. be sold
3: out this time around. I, uh, Gabe predicted, I think he said three to one. I don't know if it'll be that drastic. I wouldn't be shocked if there are almost as many Sooner fans there as UCLA fans, if yeah, not more. Yeah, I,
8: I don't know. There was there was definitely a very very thin showing today against San Diego State, but I'm sure. Oklahoma being in town, you're going to draw yeah. more UCLA fans to come out and watch. Let's look at upcoming OU athletic events brought to you by Red Carpet Charters,
3: the official motor coach carrier of OU. Nice job, my friend. I'll see you in La La Land. All right. Looking forward to it. Thanks to our crew, Ted Lehman, Merv Johnson, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, our engineers and producers, Michael Dean and Drake Dyken spotter Greg Tripp-Blackwood, Dennis Stats-Kelly, Tom Shores, our sideline engineer, our pre- and post-game analyst Rufus Alexander, and Seth Summer running the show for us back in our Sooner Network studio. Final score one final time here from Owen Field in Norman on a Saturday night. It was Oklahoma 70 and South Dakota 14. Until next Saturday night in Los Angeles, California, this is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody.
2: Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland proud sponsor of Sooner football and by OU medicine number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG college presentation of the Sooner sports network.